Welcome back to the best no judgment zone space in the world because neither one of us don't have any law degrees. I am Holy Roller Marvelous. And I am not your average. You're soon done, Joseph. And we are the particle sons. Let's start the show. Start the show. Start the show. Um, before we get into the meat and potatoes of everything. To the folks that know us, you already know what you're getting into. To the ones that are new, because I realize every damn episode is new get, people did, jumping you, in. You, you, yeah. you catch a new one. You catch we a catch, new one. We catch new peoples and stuff. So we welcome you. Like, comment, subscribe, send your ass to sons questions. Hit us up on YouTube so you can see all the live action between my holy roller self and terrorists over there. And oh, he's trusting in God today. I'm trusting in God. He's trusting in God. And yes, we can proceed to some things. How are you today? I'm well, man. That's a just happy Kwanzaa uh, to the folks that might get this. We did this a little Kwanzaa. different day. Happy Kwanzaa to happy the masses Kwanzaa. that celebrate. Happy Christmas if you still. And to people like me, still celebrate. Merry Christmas. He's still celebrate. Christmas Kwanzaa to all because me, I don't discriminate. I'm not woke. I I, go, I do go to sleep. So I'm not woke woke the fact that I'm going to say we're not celebrating any kind of non-black traditions and everything. He's like me. He's in it for the food. Don't follow this dude. You're goddamn right. I don't get gifts. <laughs> I don't get gifts. Like, yo, I don't get gifts. All the gifts go to my son. But, um, but you know what? You know, it, it, it is this, this season that uh, it, people do uh, turn that, that Grinch frown into a smile and... and Try to show a little bit more cheerful side. So yeah. if you did that and you're part of the merriment, you know what I mean? At least, you know, it, it's a, a a break from what we've been going through over this past uh, couple of months and so forth like, like that. Keep it real with you. Before, like I want to say, like even like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I look at it where you have a situation with some people like there's one guy he says all the time like you know that song it's the most wonderful time this man he said it he's like it's the most fakest time of the year, <laughs> of the year. so I'm like damn why you like that and right. he said he said yo everybody's too fake but I'm like uh, you might as well end the year off in a good note on a lighter note might as well and everything I'm like so you rather take the spit over champagne you know what if if you just have 365 days in the year, right? Mm. And a chance for at least one of them, you know, is going to be a good day. Mm. <laughs> then we should be thankful, right? That at least one I of agree. them is a good day and we could enjoy it. Um, I agree. But, you know, it's, I think the best part about it is just realizing and recognizing what the season is really supposed to mean and what it's, and what it's really about. So what does it and, mean to you? Well, I mean, it's... We talk, we, we, what's the season? Like, what does the season mean to you? It's about, it's, for, for me, it's about fellowship. Okay. Right? It's about right. it's getting together with your, your fellow man, your family, your loved ones, and actually just celebrating the good. Whatever that good may be, it's, we, 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 we use uh, Jesus Christ as a symbol as, of Christianity 
for Christmas as that representation of good during this during this season. But whatever your good may be, man, if you you know you, you, people come from different backgrounds, all walks of life, and they adhere to this to this celebration because it's about goodness. Mm. You know what I mean? Whether whether they're, they're, they're Buddhist, whether they're they're coming from a, a Muslim tradition, whether they celebrate Christmas because of what it's about, what the meaning is supposed to be about. Right. Right. Okay. So I mean, it's, we stick with that, and get you know, it, it, I think too much of the commercialism has crept in it, and that's what kind of did for me. That's what kind of kind of taints it all. But if we can remove that and get back to just what it really means, then you know, what I mean, I had fun. I you know, I I I went around and you know, popped, showed my face because you really can't stay indoors too long with anybody no these these rules is getting stringent locked down in ontario so i showed my face and kept it moving and, and that was about it that's what's up um yeah no i i want to say everybody has a different meaning to i guess this time of the year yeah but i want to say on the like on the western world like the the north american side i think we've all adapted to the fact that Christmas and New Year's are like not too far from each other. And pre-COVID, it was all about gatherings. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because either you gather with your family or a family for yeah. Christmas. Yeah. You might gather with your friends or some people's for the New Year's run. And, um, and, and everything, when you just think about it, of course, it's a traditional holiday, right? From from the from the, the root of it to what what just family has come together and made it about so that's not everybody though. not everybody yeah. but when you know what i mean god rest his soul when my mom was around mm. it would be like christmas dinner all the family would come to nickel street and have a christmas dinner part you know what i mean dinner and so forth like that but new year's eve it would be auntie b's house mm. and that would be a, a tradition mm. christmas you know where to be on christmas day you know where to be on New Year's New Year's breakfast morning, right? right? And people have you know formed their traditions around this time of year, mm. and it's just one of those one of those things where I'm not sure if it's you think it's just Western, you think you think it's just a Western thing, or you think come, come year like the end of the year celebration around the world. I don't we know. We kind of get together I, and I don't want to impede and and speak about something that I don't know. Right. I do know other cultures do celebrate Christmas. Right. I don't know how deep they go in on Christmas because myself, I'm always more on this North American side. Right. To be Canada, America for Christmas. Right. Now I know other cultures, other com um, countries do celebrate Christmas, but I don't know how hard they go in the paint. And then much as when it comes to the New Year's run, I wonder how it is like in Chinese New Year's. I, well, different. I was about to exactly. say, I wonder how it is like in China because if you're if you're not if you're Christian, exactly, then you don't really celebrate Christmas during during well, the Chinese that's what I'm It's not a it's not a religious thing like that, right, right? Right. Because when people say Jesus is the reason for the season, right. And I mean, last time I checked, we got old Saint Nick, you know, in the red and white. He don't like Jesus. But is, it, but is that like that in in, in chi like a place like China? Though? That's what I said. I don't know, and I don't want to like proclaim right, and stuff right, like right. that either. Because if I if I don't know, like they might. I know in Japan. I know in Japan they still do like the whole red and white, but I don't know if they do the Santa dance like that. Right. So like they do like the Santa hats, Santa costumes, and all that type of thing. Okay. But the old Saint Nick, fat white dude, when there's no really white dudes in Asia like yeah. that or in Japan, 
It's exactly. funny because I, I I was um just learning up on on the Japanese culture itself, and it, it's it's uh it's one of those things where they have they've given so much of their culture mm-hmm. it, in in return to ad- adapt what they considered American culture to to fit in on, on a on a world economic scheme mm-hmm. and be you know embraced by the world. So I can see them taking up something like a a Christmas celebration because mm. that would that would be like an American thing to them. You know what I mean? Like right. if we want to assimilate or become more like them, then we got to take on these cultures and those traditions also. So we, need, as we, China, need, we need more submissive women. <laughs> we need more it, submissive women yeah. because they in their culture, the yeah. Japanese culture, yeah. men come first, women come second. They need to we need to adapt to their culture since they adapt into ours. I think that one part of the culture, you know, <laughs> they're not gonna, happening? they're not gonna, bring, they're not gonna try and bring it adapt anytime soon. Nah, but um, yeah, it's all good. I just, you know, like people, like I said, I'm happy to see people like walking around, moving around and stuff. Like even like the midst of the whole kind of year, how it turned out to be. Yeah. On a more friendlier and kosher type of vibe, and you know, people like even like around like my building and everything like that, they're super extra friendly and stuff. Yo, real quick, ponder a thought, you know? Ponder away. Side topic. CNI dogs. Okay. Right? For the blind. Yeah. Who picks up their dog shit? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, okay. So I thought I was I thought I was high. See, I thought I was on, I was on cocaine. There's a dude living mm. in a building. Yeah. He's walking, like he's cutting across the snow. Right. With a CNI dog and stuff, whatever, while I'm like cleaning off the car. And he had the whole blind cane, whatever, right? Yeah. I'm like, who's picking up the dog shit? Cause I seen the dog, like, you know, you know, squat down and, and drop a deuce. Uh huh. kind of kept it moving. So I was like, I don't know, Marv. I don't know who would be picking up that dog shit. Okay, I'm ready to get a dog now. So I'm just get a dog. I'm gonna make sure I get a C and I cane. And is that what she said? So soon my dog shit. I'm blind. This I don't see shit. This is what we're doing. I don't see shit. What about the what about That's the, a life hack? What, what about the, what about the first hot honey that passes you? Is someone there? <laughs> Hello? Is someone there? You're gonna hit her with a gonna hit her with a C and I stick? No, I'm hitting with the with the with the um the ray. The ray. Did you hear that? My heart skipped the beat. (laughs) (laughs) You idiot. (laughs) All right, man. Let's get into some shit real quick. Uh, Uh, Let's talk about the polls. Immortality. Are you taking it or not? We know you're wild and wacky ass. I'm taking it, man. I'm taking it, man. I'm bringing two people with me. But then you put too much remixes and variations after the recording, so we'll put the masses to to the folks at home listening. Right. We'll, we'll, We'll... We'll touch, retouch up on the remixes that y'all miss. Okay. So, okay. Exhibit A over there on that side of the room. This man said, "Can he take two people?" Now he mentioned that on the show. Yes. He said he would take me, and he would take his significant other. Right. To rock with him for eternity. Eternity. I didn't really want to fuck with it, but it's all his choice. Well, I mean, originally we had Chappelle, but he thought he was going to get roasted probably the first, you know what I mean, 500 years, and then he didn't feel that either, so. Yeah, I might might bust his head to the white meat for one (laughs) little quick sec. But then the remix was that you don't live forever, you live to 1,000 years. You get the millennium pass. You get a millennium pass. You get the millennium pass. You get a millennium pass. I wasn't... 
I wasn't so opposing to the millennium pass. You know, no, no. But you, when you know, like it's year 998, you're going to feel a type of way and stuff. You're like, oh my gosh, this is it. It's coming. Are you happy for it? Are you scared for it? Do you want an extension? Do you want another millennium pass? But when we pulled it to the masses, 56% said, no, they're not taking mortality. Yeah. And then you have the other percentage saying, yes. Cause man, people, people just want rest. People want rest. I people think want rest, but some I, people want to yeah, godlike powers. You don't get that after the first five hundred years. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> you gonna work hard for that shit? You got nothing else to do. Shoot! All right, I I'm still opposed. I'm still opposed on it. But the the thousand years thing, I think I could probably see that. Because if I'm living a thousand years, I want to say the age for me would be like twenty seven. Right. Twenty seven. Twenty like twenty seven. Twenty eight was good for me. Body wise and mental capacity, I was good, and I'm still building on that mm. as we speak. So my body never changes from age 27, and I just can keep retaining great information. I'll run with that for a thousand. I don't know about the whole eternity dance. Okay, okay. But like, I would be like, I, I know I'd be distraught to know my kids die. Now, when you say age 27. Mm. Because we, we we pulled the family on this. My my daughter said something that I mean we had to stop and say, yeah, that made sense. Well, now yeah. when you say age twenty seven, yeah, is that phys- physicality wise, or is that the entire package physicality wise, mentally, physicality wise? Okay, okay. Phys- physicality wise, because I feel like uh, what me is just the personal growth type of thing. Right, I shouldn't be the same Marv I was two weeks ago. Right. I gotta be smarter, wiser, better mentally, and everything. Like a, this is this is just this may seem like a podcast to people that don't know. Yeah. But this is more of a a growth and development teaching kind of thing. With, I guess with a comedy aspect because we you know try to find the beauty in things. Exactly. And the, and the greater things is the laughter is the best medicine. Of and stuff course. As well, right. That's it. So I mean, when it comes down to it, if I'm if I have a, like a negative type of characteristic or behavior that I had like two weeks ago, like, you know, I want, you know, well, let me talk, we ain't talking about no women. So if I had a toxic trait. If you had a toxic trait. If I had a toxic trait. Right. Right. And I looked at that and I'm like, damn, that's kind of fucked up of me. Yeah. I should do a little bit better. Right. I try and make those steps and those changes and stuff to be a, the best version of myself possible. Yeah. So. I can see it. So from like that cultivating from like 27 where my body's not changing because once I hit my 30s, I started getting random ass body pain. <laughs> so you're came, trying to, you're I'm trying, trying to, to avoid all that shit. Like, yo, I remember one day I woke up when I was 30, 30, like maybe like a month or two into 30. Yeah. I woke up and then like I think like I caught a wicked ass Charlie horse out of my sleep. So I'm just laying there like, ah, ah, like yo, my calf, I, I thought it was this was it. I just think though, I mean, if you live up to a thousand years, right? You gonna want ex- another millennium pass? No, no, I don't. I don't think you. <laughs> I don't think you really have to be. I have to be choosy about which age you do. You kind of want to land with. Nada. You, you, I'm. Um, you definitely gonna be. But how? Why? Because, because the thing is, stuff is that. Okay. You are forty six. Right. How, how? How many times has your body? did something weird that you didn't like within the past five years. Oh, tons of times. Exactly. But but you had but that's what I'm saying, like at that time, like that that under 30 mark. Right. 
I feel like your body itself is kind of honing in to like, yo, the best format possible. That's why you say like you're prime. But okay, but but think about and this is why I say mm. if you live or you get the millennium pass, mm. right? Why it really wouldn't matter, cause what if you get the millennium pass at fifty? Okay. Age of fifty, right? Mm. Aches and pains, you got the the icy hot pack, you know what I mean? Shaq's your best friend. Mm. The first hundred to two hundred years, you can research how to get that body back. I don't know. You make it seem like it's so simple. What, but I'm looking for a, I'm looking for a brain transplant after that. Hopefully... You looking for a brain transplant? Yo, in fact, you could get a body transplant. Yeah, but that body might not be immortal. So you kicking the bucket. That's why I said, like, yo, what is you trying to do? But I'm telling you, if you're immortal, I'm I'm thinking within the first hundred years. I'm just gonna study no, biology. Picture, okay, so I'm picture, just gonna study biology. Picture fifty years old. Yeah. Right? Let's say picture every day you wake up and stuff that you have a slight body pain until we'll say every day you wake up, right? You have wake up with a slight body pain and you do this for like three years. Okay. So like at fifty three, you're like, yo, you had the slight body pain. Multiply that bitch by what? You said a hundred years? Mm-hmm. So now you're 150 years old, right? And you wake up every day with this slight, bi- this slight body pain. You think, but then I fix it, and then for how? For my hundred, I, I cure it. You're gonna cure it? Yes, man. Okay. <laughs> All else, right, Professor. What else Iris. am I gonna do with my time? That might, okay. Spend your time in your research. Why not? Exactly. People have been trying to research the cure for AIDS for decades already and still ain't getting nowhere. And you think, think this shit's going to magically appear? I haven't had anybody who lived for 100 years. Okay. 200 yeah. years. Yeah, but they pass years. on information. 500 years. Anywho, on to the next poll. <laughs> Fucking guy. I'm going to do it. Um, most people claim they can handle rejection. 50, sorry, 85% said yes. I'm just trying to understand. I think the 50% of people are on cocaine, bath salts, um, crocodile, the crocodile, a little cheap, and like watered down versions of crack to expect to say that they know how to handle rejection. I'm going to stop y'all right there. No, y'all don't know how to handle rejection, okay? <laughs> I'm not talking about boyfriend, girlfriend, and stuff. That's why I kept it vague and basic as possible in general. Right. Right? People thinking like, oh, if I'm trying to talk to somebody. Yeah. And they don't adhere to me or they don't look that way, I can shrug it off and get over it. Let's talk about rejection with your job. Right. Let's talk about you don't get that promotion you will you feel like you earned and you deserve. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about like kicking the bucket in the wheel for somebody and everything. Somebody that didn't get that mortality hookup. Right. And they about to kick the bucket and leave the wheel and everything like that. Sucks. And you were there from day one. Sucks with, for them. With Granny B. Giving her sponge baths, rubbing the foot, you know, putting coconut oil on her feet and her back. See if they were part of my trio. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. Anywho, rejection. <laughs> Can you handle rejection properly? I think yeah, I've developed a skin to handle rejection properly. Okay, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. How long did it take you now? Uh, Probably late 20s. Late 20s? Yeah. What did you do? Like, like how, how did you... I just I just realized that over time, just you know, what I mean, you you get rejected, you feel it for a while, but then you bounce back. And after that's not easier said than done. The way you just said it. No, 
it's easier said than done, mm. but each time that you go through it, mm. I, for me, I believe it gets easier. Right? Okay, so give me an example now. For, for an example. You trying to pick up a chick on the street or something like that? Or was, were, we, were we... Okay, yeah. For example. Okay. You're trying to pick up a chick on, on the street, right? All right. I'll be that hypothetical chick. Go ahead. Shoot your shot. She was going to shoot. Hey, what's up? How you doing? I noticed uh, you looked kind of, looked kind of, you know, bored here standing at the bus stop. I'm I'm driving uh, that way. Did you need a lift? I'm fine in my bus pass self. I don't need a man for a car. I have a vibrator to get me go vroom, vroom, vroom. Okay. Well, uh, have a nice day. Thank you. You have one too. Bitch! Wow! <laughs> you didn't have that rejection. No, that's the first one. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's the first one. I, I told you I had to work at it. <laughs> Believe me, the second and third time will go a lot more smoother than that. I got you. So, you know I mean? so okay. The second time I'll be like, well, maybe she's not really a bitch. Maybe she really does have a boyfriend. Okay. See you later. He's <laughs> 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 like, bitch! <laughs> it felt like Too Short was saying it the way it hurt. Like it hit kind of hard. Oh. Um. Okay. So no, I get, but, but go ahead. Jokes aside, though, mm-hmm. I mean, I think after a while you realize that, you know, life go life will go on. Life life doesn't stop. Facts. Right? So the longer you take thinking about it or wallowing in that disappointment, the less time you give yourself, you know, the chance of doing other things or chance of achieving other things mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean, might lead to blessings or, you know, greater expectations than what you've been disappointed from. I wanna say like with me you're right. Rejection is a process, and you get to learn. You should learn. Yeah, you should. You learn. should. I think like with me, I had a situation where, um, one of my ex girls, she was into salsa, right? Right. And she would she would take salsa classes on like on the Saturday and all the above, and they had a thing. Oh, at- okay. Because I was gonna ask you what chips she take her salsa with. <laughs> It'll be might be a fighter pilot named Chip. No, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But in any case, um, I think Tuesday, one day during a week, they had this thing called salsa on the sidewalk. Salsa on the sidewalk. So they would they would go to like I guess like kind of like a park type setting because you know those park entrances, those those sidewalks are kind of huge. Yes. And opening. Right. So they would play like the music in the grass and they would just salsa. On the right, sidewalk, like on the right, sidewalk right there. Okay. Stuff. So yeah. like cars driving past can see like group of people like going in and might want to say, oh, ah, this seems fun. Okay. We should take a lesson. And then on the Saturdays, they teach this class. Right, 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 right. I went one time with her and she would like, I think we would do practice salsa things in the house and everything and stuff because, you know, I'm, okay. I'm a good man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to have fun with my woman. Yeah. And... So I thought I felt like I had like some some type of the basics and stuff kind of mastered. You had it. You had it down. I had, you had it, it down. down. You had it down. Had it down. So then, like, I think one day she said, oh, "I'm going to thing." And I'm like, you know, what? I'll roll with you. you yeah, know, I ain't doing shit yeah. this Tuesday. So so she she's a little bit more than base did the basics. Correct. Right. Okay. She's, she's, she's on intermediate bootleg advanced. Okay. Right. And I'm she still, didn't give you no, not, no type of warning or anything. No, like she, gave she, she gave me a warning. She gave you a warning. She's like, yo, yeah. this is a tough crowd. Right, but you sound like your papa. 
Yeah, she, she's like, it's a tough crowd, but you good to go, whatever, okay. like oh, the basics yeah, thing. And yeah, like, you know, yeah. when you want to tap that, out, that that get to the side. So I'm yeah. like, all right, cool. So me, people person, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? And I guess like the presentation. So the people that knew her, they're like, oh, you know, shit, she can dance. Right, so right. hopefully the dude she's rocking yeah, with yeah, yeah. can dance. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm stepping on his lady toes and shit like that. Because she's doing like the little advanced like for me right 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 because she can't basic it down because yeah. yeah, no, she's still got to be informed so I was like shit I'm like damn there's a lot more I need to learn whatever mm-hmm. right so set lady and stuff she was looking like like when we first started she oh she wasn't even Spanish she was like right. oh you smell so nice okay. I'm like bless your heart and everything like that and then we're trying, I'm trying to just in my head, I'm trying to do one, two, one, two, yeah. one, two. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah. She just you can't keep she's the just conversation. Going. Yeah, she's trying to, she's trying to talk. So, <laughs> kids, talk. please, yeah, please. Family. I'm let like, me hey. concentrate. I'm like, fuck you, let me focus. <laughs> so I'm doing the ones and twos, and then I'm there. And I stepped on her foot like several times. Right. She kind of put the word out like, oh, don't let the looks fool you with that one over there with the big forehead. Like, he ain't shit. So <laughs> it's kind of like I kind of took a, a breath. Right. My ex, she going like we're talking about like different dudes and stuff. I didn't mind different dudes dancing with her and everything. Yeah, this is how the class that, is. And that's, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? So different dudes are dancing with her. They're mastering all the above. I'm like, shit. So I went up to another woman. I'm like, yo, you know, would you want to dance? She's like, and, and she kind of, I think she made eye contact with the other one. Like, abort mission, girl. <laughs> abort mission. <laughs> She's like, I'm good. But somebody else came for, to ask her for dance. She got her happy go lucky ass up after a minute. I asked her. Yeah, nah. So I was like. She needed steel toes to that's dance with you. Fucked up. Mm. It kind of hurt. I want to say it's not even a picking up like the opposite sex trying to find a mate. Right. I got me a woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm at this place. I'm getting rejected on this type of level. So I'm like, I went back in the car. We we're leaving. Right. And she's like, babe, do you have fun? I'm like, nah, I know where you show me no love like that, whatever. She's like, but I danced with you. She did. My, my girl came back around. Right, she danced right. with me and stuff, whatever. Right. right. But I'm like, yeah, but I wanted to dance with other people's and stuff. Cause I'm used to kind of like your step. But I'm like, I treated it like a case study. Yes. For myself. I'm like, yo, what did I do wrong? Besides, well, obviously I stepped on a woman's foot. Right. But I'm like, how can I make myself better and not take that rejection so serious? Cause it kind of it fucked with me. Cause mm. if one song is about like four to five minutes long. Right? Right. And I dance half of a song with one woman and I'm trying to pick up other women to dance with. Do you think it would have been different? Like, when you danced with the first lady, Mm -hmm. was it like, did you go over and, you know what I mean, introduce yourself, let's dance, or did she come and grab you? Like, how how was it initiated? So, how it was initiated is kind of like, she was standing around. Right. Right, she was standing around. I guess she was getting ready to sip her water because I guess they were there before. Right, right. We got there a little bit after. I would say before the sun went down, because it was like an evening kind of thing. So we got there. My girl at the time, she seen her people. She's like, "Hey, they're like, hey, yeah, yeah." And she talked to like a few, and she pointed me out. She's like, "You know, that's that's my boyfriend." I'm right. Like, How you doing? She's like, "Oh, so you got your steps together?" I'm like, "For sure. I'm gonna give. It, I'm gonna see what I got. Whatever. Right, Hopefully, right, right, right. You know, teacher over here and everything. So, she, so the girl, she's like. Well, help yourself and stuff, whatever. Like, you know, everybody's here friendly. Right. Everybody's open. Right. And everybody knows it's all fun. So I'm like, can they spot a rookie? Okay. She said, 
No, but in any cases, though, for them, just initiate that that you know you're a beginner, and they'll go slow. Okay, so that's that's what was, that's what I was gonna ask you with mm -hmm. with was your with your first exchange before you started dancing. Did you let her know that I I let her know whatever because but cause okay, I, the, the dirt bag in me right. I'm like, well, my woman is good looking. Yeah. But I'm like, let me go look for another good looking woman to go dance with. So this is only gonna be for this moment. Mm -hmm. So I went for the hottest looking woman mm -hmm. there. I'm like. Can we you dance? She's like, sure. So I'm like, sweet. She said yes, like fast. So in my head, I'm like, she I'm said cute. yes. She I'm said, cute. She said yes, real I'm fast. I'm feeling cute. Might delete it later. Let me tell you why she said yes, real fast. Why? Because she knows she bad. Mm -hmm. And she know anybody coming to ask her to dance, gotta be a dance. <laughs> That's the other end of the spectrum, folks. I didn't look at it like that. But then again, I was 23 years old at the fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So yeah, so it came to that, and then when I was all stepping on her foot, my like, goddamn, because she probably had on pretty feet, Louisiana. She had pretty feet, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I felt yeah. bad. Yeah, I felt, I felt real bad, mm -hmm. and I was mm -hmm. emotional. That's, that, that, that's what garnished the look over from the other garnish. She like, yeah, yeah. So I think like two weeks later, I went back with with my ex, right? And damn right, I practiced on some of the steps hard. Hard. Like it was like like I went to the damn class. And she's yeah. like, just come to the class on Saturday. Like, no. It's against my religion to wake up early on Saturday because I'm off on the weekends, <laughs> right? So eventually I got like the intermediate kind of stepping game at yeah. the time. Yeah. Which was kosher because I went back and then I seen her in the vicinity. She looked at me, she's like, Did you get better? I'm just joking. I'm like, I did. I'm just serious. <laughs> Whatever, right? <laughs> So she okay. She touched. She, she, she served me. There's a volleyball oh. spike, man. Wow. Then I went to go do the ones and twos, and I realized that like, yo, I did get better. Yeah. And she's like, well done. And then after that, they start flocking. They're like, oh, you know, such and such boyfriend. Yeah. Is a mover now, right? Yeah. And I had it. I can look at it like, fuck this shit. I'm not fucking with this salsa thing no more. Right. Or treat like a case study and try to work on myself to get better with the fact that four women in less than five minutes told me no to yep. dance with me. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing like even with me picking up women and everything too. Like I'm dark and I'm handsome, just missing the tall part, you know? Oh, so there I mean, you go. Some women, they're looking for like, you know, six foot guys with the beards. They cheat as ladies. And... They might not be to, you know, I might not be to their ideal liking. To their liking, right. Yeah. So the fact that I'm not to their ideal liking and everything like that, I shouldn't take it so personal. And that's what my thing was. When it comes to rejection, people take a lot of things very personal when it comes to rejection. Yeah. I, Instead of learning from it. I think is I think from, for some people, though, it's, it's I don't know if it's, it's the way they're just brought up. Yeah, but... Anything is just conditioning. I would, I would believe, right? I, I want to say, and then I would say conditioning, and then maybe self, self esteem, probably have to a little bit to in there, cause mm. you don't have a low self esteem, so being dark and handsome without the tall, right? Eh. Maybe for a second it might bother you because she's looking for a, you know, I mean, the six foot dude and she's five foot three. Mm -hmm. You might get offended because I'm tall enough for you. You, you know what I mean? Right. But then, you know, like, it's a preference. 
Then you brush it off, right? True. But in that that sorts that brief span of moment, you 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 feel a little bit of uh, you know what I mean, like what? Who are you? It's, a lot of times it's that too, right? Like who are you to reject me? Like what what's you what's your status? What what makes you feel that you have the so authority or I've the position never, I've never to looked, reject me? I never looked at it and stuff like who are you to reject me? But some people it, look at it. You're like right. That. You're right. You're right, and that's what I'm saying. Like I looked at it like it was a situation where you can't con- you can't desire things you can't control. No, you can't. If I wanted to dance, and they said no, that's not in my place and stuff like that. I'm not a rapist type of dude or a forceful type of dude in that matter. Person in that matter, right? Person, yeah, right. So I mean, I look at it where it was something where I've got the no because it's something that just they didn't like about me. And the fact that, like I said, I'm treating like a case study because even even if it was to try to pick up the opposite sex, and I realize every time I talk to a woman, I'm getting a no. Why not try to learn from me? Like, hey, smooth. Women don't have a problem saying no to you. What makes you so different from myself and stuff, whatever? Like, if I was to approach, and then you might have something like, maybe you brush your hair, you know, maybe if the type of clothes you wear, you know, something to help me or aid me and stuff, whatever, and a better selection process. Yes, yeah. and it's funny because the more when you when you put it in that that sense, the more that I think about it, mm. maybe it's even the way that you maybe it's even just the way how you perceive that that moment, right? Right, because sure you're a rookie, you don't know the steps that well. You just you just stepped on you know Shorty's toes, right? Right. What happened after that? You sat down, you thought about it for a minute. You're probably a little, a little bit comprehensive yeah. from going to ask somebody else. But you see your girl doing things. You say, you realize, okay, you just don't want to sit here all the time. So now you get up now, mm-hmm. and you go and try and ask somebody else, right? So all that time has gone by, and you have done nothing. The contemplating, right? Right, right? contemplating, right? Mm-hmm. When your girl already told you, everybody's super friendly. Everybody's this and that. Imagine if during that time, as as, as opposed to contemplating. You were just socializing, just talking to people, mm-hmm. and it was like, "Oh shit, dude may not de- know how to step, but he a, he's a really cool dude." And then you're the life of the party, and so all of a sudden, this girl's like, "She's like, come let's dance," and she pulls you now, mm. and you're like, "Oh, I don't know how to dance. Oh, we're having fun." Could it, you know what I mean? Could it just be how we like we we sort of perceive things, and how they being and how we position ourselves in in that moment? Well, p- people's perception is a hell of a thing. Mm. Right. And I mean, I look at it as where in that circumstance, I could have, instead of like shooting myself in the foot and saying, I should be dancing with a woman every damn song. Right. Because it was like mad song. It was like, we're doing it for like two hours. Yeah. Two hours. Yeah. Right. I think it started at like 8 p.m. to like 10 p.m. and stuff. And doing like two hours. We got there a little bit late. So I'm like, every, like every five minutes, every six minutes, there's this new song coming on, whatever. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to dance and sweat my ass off and go to the house and knock this one out the park, whatever, right, right? Right, right, But I'm like, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, well, damn. And I'm like, okay, she told me no. Right. And these three told me no. So I'm like, I just got four no's and stuff. And the one I started with, whatever, is like, nah. And then my girl started dancing with me. So then more people are coming. They're looking like, oh, okay, you know. He got a little groove because he's dancing with a chick we seen at the class, or she can she can cut a rug, yeah, and everything like. So then there was more women came, and and then like when I took a breather, I'm like stuck out my hand. They're like, sure, and I'm like, 
I'm a rookie. Right. Bear with me. Right. And then right. so she's right. like, okay, I got you. So then she's teaching me in the process. Right. And right. She said, it's just a more body close type of thing. And just worry about outer steps while in her case she was the she's inner, in, inner So I was like, Oh, that's a lesson. That's what I'm saying. Ask questions. Right, right. Don't be afraid to ask right, questions because you're right. trying to better you. You're trying to be the best version of you. Well, that's what I'm saying because when, you know, you're expected that a rookie's going to show up to right. a place like that. Absolutely. And they're showing up to a place like that because they want to learn, mm -hmm. right? So people who are in love with that style of dancing, mm -hmm. they love to teach it. You know what I mean? So it's just a, it's just a matter of of being being that willingness, being open, being willing willing to communicate. See, you just wanted to you you wanted to shoot for the the, the top. That was your damn problem. Why not? Who the hell plays baseball and not trying to try to hit a home run? Yeah, but I just told you, I just told you <laughs> what it was. She said to herself, "Oh, this nigga, he must got some steps. He coming to me, right? All the, yeah, all the, the same all the, guy, the same guy that walked to the home plate. He put his bat out there." <laughs> He's like this, like, just you know what you else know, I'm here to <laughs> While she's saying, oh, this nigga, he must got some steps. All the other women, they're looking and saying, oh, that nigga, she, she going to Carmelita or whatever her name, because, you know, she got some magical name. <laughs> He's going to go, dance with God. let's watch him. Now, they watching you mm -hmm. step all over her feet. <laughs> and be like, nah, nah. See now, if you went to the somebody where you know, what I mean? just the low key one first. I don't know how to fuck work you, your way up. I, I I don't know who was low key or not. I just, <laughs> you know, looked, just, I just looked at him like, <laughs> you look you hot. Said, My girl is fire. She's she just looks as hot. fire. I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Can't go home with you. Can dance with you though. Fuck it, let's run. So yeah, but rejection, rejection. I think a lot of people we've. We've probably told ourselves that. Now, yeah. I don't know these people personally. Some I do, some I don't. The ones who voted in the poll, we thank you again for the votes. But I feel like a lot of people just look lightly into some of the things. Yeah. And then when it gets down to the whole technicality, like a conversation like this, right? this is where they realize and stuff, they're, I want to say they're, what they thought were strengths and more weaknesses that they need to develop on. But it's a learning process, right? For sure. Trial and error. For sure. Um... Let's talk about the, the peoples in Little Rock, Arkansas, um, in their neighborhood standing together with the black family. So there's a black family. They put up a black Santa, you know, the, with the machine, the air machine cool. and stuff, the black Santa inflated outside their house. That family, a few days after they put the, the Santa up, received a letter from somebody in the neighborhood claiming that there are, they were Santa Claus. Right. And in the letter, paraphrasing everything, basically saying like, hi, just let you know, I am Santa Claus and I'm not a Negro. I'm Caucasian, white in your words. That's what it says in the, in the thing, <laughs> white in your words. So please stop lying to the children in the neighborhood and letting them think that I am Negro, which I am not. Right, right. And blah, 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 yours truly, Santa Claus. So the black family, the, the father or the husband, yeah. the husband's like, well, I did this all for my daughter. Mm -hmm. And no one helped spend or gave me money for decorations. Yeah. And I'm going to do things to benefit my daughter. Of course. Make sure my daughter had a good time. And she's a representation of her. Right. In it. Yeah. Other people in the neighborhood, because they approach other people and stuff as well about who, trying to figure out who wrote the letter. Yeah. 
Um, other neighbors and stuff, they're like, yo, they're not with that racist shit. And Santa's a fictional character. They bought black Santas as well and inflated it in front of their homes and stuff. I think to believe, I believe five of the homes yeah. in the neighborhood. So there's six including theirs. Put their Santas up. These black Santas up. Yeah. So I'm like, with this racially impacted kind of year we had, like, is it, was it really a problem to have a black Santa Claus? Well, first I want to say kudos to the neighbors for mm-hmm. stepping up. Um, when I first caught caught wind of the story, it was maybe like maybe I want to say two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I seen it. Uh, I was either over the news or some some social media post of the 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 news um, piece itself. Right. And originally, when when I heard it, it was the the, the note. The person made it seem like it was like coming from like the homeowners association or like some neighborhoods association and so forth like that. Mm. So they had uh, a representation of them on the news and they vehemently denied it. You know, it wasn't them. Um, we respect everybody and, and so forth like that. And uh, at that time they had shown a few of the neighbors right. and, and a few of the neighbors were visibly upset and, you know, they're like, yo, my kid's they pass by his whole setup and they love it, mm-hmm. right? Like, like what's wrong with it? You didn't see nobody wrong with it. And he was, at that point when I seen it, like he was getting nothing but love from the neighborhood. So it was, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of weird. It's like, you think it might be some, maybe somebody outside of that neighborhood and just, and just seeing it. And it's just, <clears throat> and how, how does it like, I don't know. How does it like get to you that? How does something like that just get to you that you figure that you gotta write a damn note? No, that shit was typed. It's typed, typed and printed. So you gotta type the Well, I guess they want nobody to recognize the handwriting, probably. Possibly, yeah, possibly. Possibly. But the thing is, stuff is that you would think after a, a year in America with the racial divide and all the type of stuff that was brewing. Can it let it slide? Like one year Black Santa? Like you can just let it slide? But you know what? The, but it's probably just like how you mentioned it. Probably every it's that person, that one person probably never ever liked that idea. But just never had the guts or anything to do anything about it. A lot of people have been polarized this year or through, throughout <clears throat> Trump's candidacy mm-hmm. to be more embracing, more bold and to do things that they wouldn't be wouldn't have necessarily done before. What do you mean by that? So it could be just so, someone typically who never liked the idea of a black Santa. Right. Probably, probably in his own damn neighborhood, maybe seen three or four, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe have, would probably never have, never have done anything like this in the past. But because he feels so empowered by what's going on with all this racial tension and this whole thing, he feels so empowered that he's going to now go, Understood. I'm going to type this letter. Mm-hmm. This is my stand. I'm gonna type this letter, make my stand. Santa's white, damn it. You see, my my thing and stuff is that <laughs> if it's a fictional character, I don't give a fuck. Because it's a fictional character. So meaning the same way we tell a story about the man drew Chris a freaking sled powered by a reindeer with a freaking glowing red nose. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, but if we're telling a story about it, who's to say like they're not telling the same story? Like a uh uh a local story in Brazil, right? Yeah. Like in Brazil, their remix and stuff is that Santa comes from Florida, okay? 
That's north for them. So Santa comes from Florida. He's a white guy who's retired, but in, in that holiday run, he just got shit to do. He make his retirement more fun. And he gets on these flying reindeers and does the damn thing and drop off the gifts and stuff into the world. Every part of the world will remix a fictional character yeah. thousands of times. There's Cinderella. Um, Cinderella's the, the, yeah, with the Wicked Stepsisters, whatever, right? And then they have the African one. They have like so many versions Look, of man, Cinderella. Even the same parts of the world remix their own characters. Right. A Santa Claus probably got about six, seven different sto so, origin stories. With that being said, I don't understand what was the smoke or the issue when stuff pertaining to a fictional character. That's the thing. Yeah. I think after this year, if you had a problem with stuff, whatever, and if you are the one, like if you're listening or if you ever get to you, you are racist and you do need help, my but, but and, and that's why I said, I don't even think it's the fact that it's a fictional character. It's just the fact that somebody has made him black. And I feel, I feel empowered of what's, what, what's been going on, mm -hmm. right? I feel like, no, we're not going to let you have Santa. He's white. So I'm going to make it known. I'm going to type this letter out. Mm. Angry white man says Santa's white. Damn it. Yeah, I, I think somebody's lonely, bored. No woman to touch. <laughs> Probably Virgin Radio special. Next thing you know, next thing you know, a moose is gonna be pulling a slut. Yeah, possible. Some damn damn moose, it's right in there. Yeah, that's why. How you know he talk like that though? Yeah, that's why. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> because okay, you and I How we have type, huh? You t tell a lot about the type. Maybe we need to examine the letter. Oh, I seen the news put the letter up. The news everything. put the letter up. Yeah, it, I, I can I can't tell race from freaking <laughs> typing from the letter. He didn't it, type that there. That there's not Santa. No, 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 no. <laughs> there, there, that wasn't there. I can tell when when Jamaicans do their shit, whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, feed me. Yeah, you see the Jamaican gleaner? Jeez, my feelings be hurt sometimes. <laughs> I read it. But then again, that's that language and stuff for yeah, that location. Yeah, right? there you go, man. I look at it stuff as that. Like, all right. Another thing I want to talk about, like pertaining to culture on cultures, do we focus more on women's virginities more than men's virginities? Particular now, when you culture. say culture, what would, would, would do you mean? Uh, a North American culture. North American culture. Because, and let's say you have movies like Porky's. Right. American Pie. Yeah. Um, it's about guys losing their virginities and everything like that, right? But then you Which is weird because who are they losing their virginities to? To women. <laughs> To women. Yeah. But then you have situations where we live in a world where the in this North American culture, the quote-unquote less bodies a woman has on her, like men she slept with, right. or people she slept with, the better. So ideally, the the virgin being right. untouched right. is the thing. But that's all I was about to say. That's that's like a, a trope since the, the dawn of time, right? Like Right. And it's still here. You gotta marry a you know a virgin. And it's She's still here. Be a, you know what I mean? It's yeah. It, it's I know. I know a Muslim girl. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, she wasn't a virgin. I hope. Well, you know, I don't name drop any damn way. But we did the damn deed. All right. And I was like, oh, I thought you know in your culture this don't pop off. And she's like, no, no, no. They sell bootleg hymens. Bootleg hymens go up in the vagina. So come to wedding night and consummation night, a few thrusts with the penis, 
will bust this food coloring liquid, kind of like water, and make it look like fake blood coming out of the vagina. So hence, therefore, the guy's none the wiser. He's like, ha ha, my wife was a virgin. No, uh, she's just a Kegel master who went on Amazon because the girl showed me like three of them you can buy from Amazon for like 25 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You see, the fact that it's still focused on the, my woman has to be a virgin. Yeah. But okay, but is that, would you say that's cultural or would you say that's r religious in, in her sense, being that she's Muslim? Uh... Because sense. then, it, because then, it's not that would not only be a Western society thing. Because there, you got Muslims in the Eastern side of the world. Correct, but you have Western Muslims and stuff over here as well, and right. they have to understand and stuff. Like, I can't tell people how to live, but we live in a different kind of world over here. Right. I don't expect our Muslim people in North America to act as or move the same way as Muslims in Mecca. Like Muslims in Mecca, like when that prayer clock hit. Yeah. The whole city is going mute to pray. Okay, but that's why I ask you yeah. if you think it's a cultural aspect or a religious aspect. Because if you're looking at a, a religious aspect, I'm pretty sure from a religious standpoint, they'd want you to be a virgin too. Yeah, because even like if, you know, in the whole jihadist thing, it's right. like they promise you like virgins. Right. They don't promise you women. No, no, no. They no, promise no. you virgins. They, they, they give you 23, I think. 70 <laughs> something virgins. 70, 70 something virgins. 70 something. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't like how they didn't specify what kind of virgins. Is it man version or women versions? Because <laughs> I need to be specific. <laughs> like, yo, we didn't specify. We tried. So I, I get kind of scared. So I'm like, okay. But I think a cultural kind of thing, because if it's going to be a preempt type of thing over here, yeah. you should. You should. I can't tell people, like, I don't want to say it like I'm telling people and stuff. But there comes an aspect where, like, you got to understand, like, you might not be the first guy she's been digging. Yeah. And much as if you didn't meet her young. Let's yeah. say you met her at, say you met her even at 28. You met her at 28. But has there, has there ever been a girl that you've been with that you've thought was or you would? Thought was a virgin? Yeah. Most of the women that I've been with in my life, I did I hadn't expected them to be a virgin. Probably there's only maybe one girl that I was with who says she was. And probably at the time I probably wouldn't know no better. So I would have probably just had to just believe her. Okay, so let me ask you this. Would you rather be with a woman who told you she's never been with a man before? Doesn't she, she she's never been with a man before? She's she's looking forward to being with you mm -hmm. and everything. And she doesn't know how to do Nothing. It's just Mother Mary missionary or a beautiful woman who slept with 50 guys and has techniques and Kiku techniques to kill. We're talking about like, she can make that thing screw and say your name. She can ride the dick and spell coconut with her hips. Okay. Let me ask you this. Hold on. You answer my question No, well, well, it, it depends. Okay. Depends is an adult diaper, but continue. Am I going to have multiple exchanges with this person or is Here it just go. a one, smooth or is remix it just, like or, is the it just one night stand. or is it just a one night stand be with be with be with be with like okay you're gonna build and be with okay so yeah i can, I can take the virgin you take the virgin i can take the virgin why what's wrong with the 50. nothing's wrong with the 50. i can take either one. Oh, you can take either one but yeah. you prefer the virgin no i wouldn't have any preference <laughs> okay yeah but I, it's just, it's just, to me, it just seemed like it was defaulted See, when you went straight to Virgin. No. No, 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 no. Why, know, why? It, so why, why the Virgin? No, no, I asked, the reason why I asked you mm -hmm. 
is this one time or multiple times? Right. Because the multiple times, I can teach the version. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. But if it's just a one night thing, nah, give me the pro who's pro already. <laughs> I want to enjoy that one night time. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I was just trying to understand where yeah, the context, what you, they were there. That's where the you were coming that's, from. That's where I'm going with it. That's where I'm going with it. That's it. You know, I, was, I, was gonna, I didn't want to get in my feelings. I was just, I just, was hey, just, was... for one, I have to be the teacher. And the other one's just the keeper. So the 50 is the keeper. Mm. Oh, look at you. They don't mm. call you smooth for they no fucking reason, Not mate. for any reason. No bloody reason, mate. <laughs> okay. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> Yo, can you can you control your feelings? Are you good at controlling your feelings? Yes. What makes you angry? Like off ignorant top. people. Ignorant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't work with ignorance. I can work with stupidity. I can't. I, work with ignorance. Yeah, I can, I can work with stupidity. I can't, can't work, with, work ignorance. with ignorance. No, because all right. Do you consider yourself? A sensitive person. Somewhat. To what extent? Um, sensitive to the point where I think I'm, I'm more in tune in with my emotions. You're more in tune with your emotions. Yeah. Okay. Like, like I find stuff tugs on my heartstrings a little bit more nowadays mm -mm, the yeah. voice change and everything yeah. what tugs on your heartstrings not your average joseph acts of kindness random acts of kindness like if i if if i watch something and it's like it's if it's really moving i like i find myself feeling like really like i'll find myself feel like really moved about it i'll be like what's wrong with me so what like, you see it on tv or you see it in person like tv in person and, but you just, don't want to it's just got to be the context behind it. You just know that it just it's a random act of or, or it's a kind a kind act. A kind act. And, and a lot of times if I'll, I'll know the context behind it. You know what I mean? It's not always a situation it's where it's staged. It's not it's okay. not staged, you know okay. what I mean? But yeah, I find, you know, I I'll, I'll be I I'll be more receptive to it as far as my emotions. Mm -hmm. Um but other than that, you know, I'm not the type to have my feelings hurt. I'm not the type to to get mad instantly. I think, but that's part of the aspect of with you and you not getting your feelings hurt, you've come away, like you said, to master the whole rejection aspect. Right. So you know things aren't going to always go your way. Exactly. And then you've trained and taught yourself that kind of thing to be conditioned to not take things personal and everything so you're emotionally you're emotional yes as men we're not really taught too much to kind of go into the emotional thing from our generation generational time yeah these new generation young men and stuff that are they beg to they, i i hope it's different like with my son i, I don't try to let him hold back from oh no no this this new generation they emo boy they emo they emo bro <laughs> They emo, bro. You listen to the music. It's sad. It's moody. But they've been had sad music, it's moody music from back it's, then. It's even twisted like three to four times now, bro. You think bro. so? Yeah. I don't know. You don't think so? Nah. I listen to a lot of music. I feel like it's... When did, when did you think... When do you feel music started getting moody to you? 
When did music start getting moody to you? Uh, well, I think it's like, what, what form of moody are we talking about? Like emotional breakup? Or are we talking about like, I'm just sad and depressed? If we're talking about I'm sad and depressed, I want to say that kind of came from like the rock era. Because like, look at the Kurt Cobain, the teen, Smiley Teen Spirit type of thing, Nirvana. Yes. Like, I felt like then it was moody and emotional. That's like early 90s, right? Yeah. Because he even took his own life. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it's always been there. And I think the only thing is, the difference is that, especially when it comes to music, we live in a time where we're not dependent on the radios mm. or we're not dependent on like the CDs and stuff like that. It's instant gratification. Like, fuck, I love that song, Mad World. Let me hit play on Mad World. Mad World. And I find it kind of funny, find it kind of sad. The dreams on which I'm dying are the best I ever had. Right at your fingertips. Yeah. yeah. Instant gratification. So, I mean, it's just there to, to be on repeat a lot more. Right. But I still feel like it was still there. But they've been had emo people, man. Yeah. It's nothing new. I just think, I feel like you're more emotionally intelligent than emotional. Can you agree with that? I can agree with that. Like, you know the difference between the two, right? Like em emotional is more of your feelings, like what you extenuate to like, I don't know. To prove How it. you react. Yes. Yeah. Reaction. Yeah. Exactly. You see something happy, it makes you happy, you know. You might be ecstatic, you might be sad, and then you're emotionally intelligent, you're kind of aware of body language certain type of things from another person empathy yes empathy, empathy. is a form of emotional emotionally intelligence yeah so i mean i feel like we've we've come far as people as human beings but we've been removed from emotional from emotions like we've we're technologically advanced yeah oh that motherfuckers we, we're, getting, we're about to go on mars we about to go on Mars and just chill. But I feel like emotionally, we're just kind of not giving a fuck to like people. Like I always seen like somebody, this one girl said it to me a long time ago. She's like, well, I don't know if I might have a rich uncle somewhere in a castle. He about to die and then he wants to give his money to like a long lost niece, whatever, right? I was, I was, so I was, like, I was about to ask you, you think if it's, it's more of, oh, is we're developing more of a selfish nature? Because And then there you go with that example. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> real talk, real talk. Let's uh, keep it 100. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people, they're like, yo, I'm going to do this, me, me, me. And they kind of do things to kind of remove them from showing emotions to people and everything like mm. that, right? Like, I remember when the whole Kamala Harris talk was coming up about, like, I guess, the vice presidential debate. Yeah. They were saying, oh, they don't like the fact that she wasn't able to be herself. So I'm like, well, what do you mean by that? And they're like, she was in a position where she had to maintain and not look like the angry black woman. Right. In the process. But I was like, I would prefer me personally, maybe because I'm, I'm I consider myself emotionally intelligent. Yeah. Not to the like the PhD course, maybe like the beginner intermediate level. Right. I would prefer her to be like that. Because to me, I feel like it's more relatable as human nature. It is human more nature. relatable, but, I can, but we know, because of our emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. we know why she wouldn't be like that. We prefer it, yeah. but we know why. Because we know there's other people out there that's not emotionally intelligent. Mm -hmm. 
And she's also got to be mindful of those people as well. So that's why she right. ain't going to go off of the cuff and be that angry black woman trope. Fair. I don't even, but I don't, that's what I'm saying. Like, in general, in general, I just feel like us as people, we've come to this point where we're just not there no more with emotions. Like, people will tell you how they're feeling. Yeah. Their emotion, no, but they're not emotionally intelligent because they don't give a fuck about you or the next person. Empathy is like kind of a rare kind of, a rarity now. Everybody's more narcissistic. Check me out. I got 10 million selfies of me. Social programming. Social programming. Yeah. Ooh. We removed that, man. Come on. We just think about it. it. We just said, we just said, do we believe people are moving in a more selfish direction. Mm -hmm. So it's all about me. It's all about getting those likes. It's all about, oh, I don't really care what you're going through mm -hmm. unless it can help me get more likes. Um, I don't really know you. I, I'm not sure if I should really be friends with you, mm -hmm. but you're popping. So I'll just pretend to like you so maybe we can get a couple selfies on to get me popping. It's always it's 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 become like a, a it's it's thing, it's, so. a, it's a selfish thing, but social media rewards you with likes, rewards you with all these these things that develops helps you develop your selfish nature. Okay. Okay, let me ask you this: Can you be emotionally intelligent and a stern person at the same time? I believe so. How? Well, I mean, you're gonna se you're separating the two, right? The, 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 your emotions is more. Uh, but if you're okay, I don't want to cut you. Go ahead, run it. With even with being emotionally intelligent, mm -hmm. I think the the intelligent aspect of it mm -hmm. still still gonna give away to to some form of logic. Right. So, if a situation calls for sternness. Mm -hmm. You're probably going to keep your your emotions in check to a degree to allow to allow you to still be able to function with that degree of logic. Mm. Does that make that make sense? It to an extent because I feel like if you're stern, right? right? If you're a stern type of tough person, you won't really come off empathetic. I'm not saying they don't correlate, but the logic aspect, what you were saying, like the reason, the reason and the rationale, yeah, that's there. A stern person, more than the time, stuff will have that, but they will right. lack the emotionally intelligent thing. Like some people, like me, I know that that's my fault. With me, I'd be like, you know what? How are you doing? How are you feeling? And you like, my goldfish died. Be like, sorry for your loss, but you know the world goes on. Keep trucking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you're like, you don't understand, flipper. Was like no other and stuff, and I've been like, "Yeah, pull your skirt down, dad. Like, I will buy you two goldfishes tomorrow. Relax." <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> me, I'm being stern. Like, hey, it's gonna be okay. Yeah, it's okay not to be okay. But then some people and stuff, they're looking for more. They're looking for like, hmm, you poor baby. Hold on, let me let me dry your tear for you, Mumu Siku. You know, the, the baby talk and everything. Yeah, and. I don't feel like most of the time stern people deliver that. They don't, but an emotionally intelligent person mm -hmm. who 
who still needs said person, whoever they're dealing with, mm-hmm. to go to work or do whatever they can, they can function they, with function the world. whatever. Yeah, they're gonna use their emotional intelligence mm-hmm. and work themselves into a position to get to get what they need. So they'll put some of the sternness aside to kind of get the task at hand solved. Right. Okay, I can work with that. You know what I mean? The ease up a bit because they know. Okay, I, I gotta give you. I, maybe I gotta give you some, give you the sugar. I gotta bury the medicine in there with the sugar, but I'm, I'm gonna let you taste the sugar. Mm-hmm. Then when you taste the sugar, you be like, oh, all right, no, you're right. I can get another fluffies. Also, oh, that's how you handle emotions of others. Yes. Interesting. You Mary Poppins, motherfucker, you. Yep. Hmm. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Because me, I try to make it, bring it to a level where style and substance. Yeah. To kind of make it relatable, understandable to them. And the reasoning why. Style and substance is a good We're having this well. conversation. Yeah. Because I want you to be better. Yeah. I want you to be the best form of you possible. But you have this weight on your shoulder that's slowing you down and hindering you from going to be great right so okay so i had i had that approach as as well mm-hmm. the style and substance as as well right mm. but the the em- empathy with sternness it took a it took a little bit to get because what that what that calls for you to to put your it calls for you to put yourself in that other person's shoes mm-hmm. even if you think that other person might be acting foolish or stupid <laughs> Put myself in their shoes, try try to be sympathetic or, or, or em, have empathy to what they're going through, mm-hmm. and then while I'm there, now bring them into my shoes by saying, "Hey, I'm in this position. This is what I'm thinking. Hey, you thought of this from this position, mm-hmm. the position that you now see me in with you." Did you think of this? Because now they see me, I'm in that vulnerable spot that they're in. It goes back to what we were saying in the beginning, perspective, right? Perspective. Right. So now they're in that, they see me in that vulnerable spot that they're in, but I just came up with an idea. You understand? Mm. Oh shit, there's still ideas available to us even in this vulnerable state. Right. So let me try and rock with that idea that you just had. Gotcha. Right? That's But that the sternness is, is me allowing myself to, to break down a little bit and put myself in that 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 person's shoes, even though I don't want to be there, but I want to get that point across. Mm-hmm. So I got to break down a little bit to get that point across. So you can be at the same time simultaneously. That's what's up. Yeah, I can dig. Well, that's what I'm saying. When it, if there's logic involved, because if 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 I'm if there's no logical outcome, then I'm, I'm like, fuck you. I ain't trying to bring myself down to your level. <laughs> <laughs> Why? There's no need for me. <laughs> I see that. I see that. Okay, man. Uh, let's get to the question of the week. <laughs> question of the week is... Question of the week. How would you define the word beauty? Hmm. Something that is pleasing to the soul. God damn. <laughs> My next question, question of the week part two. How many women have you slept with? 
That was poetic as fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yo. Something that is pleasing to the soul. That's beauty, man. Yeah. Fuck my definition. Up. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of blew it out the way. I don't even want to repeat. My <laughs> I think for me, I'm gonna show you how how watered down my shit is compared to yours. Right. You fully put the you encased in that medicine <laughs> with all that fucking sugar. Around wait, 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 that's why I put the I put the sugar on. All around it, whatever. I, what to me, if I'm describing the word beauty, I look at the word beauty as something something that is pleasing to the I guess the, the the speaker or the viewer or the person who's taking it in the perspective. It's a perspective, perspective kind yeah. of thing, right? Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. And if you had the bar, beauty's in the eye of the beer holder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? So I mean you can drink enough till she go from the hobbit to turn to Holly Berry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This 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 is true. And go home with your precious. And then you can have a situation where no one else can find the beauty within a person, but you dig but you it. You see it. Like I, I look at it and stuff is that way back when um, same set X that we used to do salsa dancing and shit like that with whatever she used to call this thing called <laughs> Wild Couple Wednesdays okay whatever right so that's how when I seen like Women Crush Wednesday yeah I, I, I was like you I, I thought it was Wild Couple right, I'm like right, I only right. see one chick right. where the guy at whatever yeah, right yeah. man well, she used to call it out and she pointed it out to me she's like it never fails that on Wednesdays she would see like top model chick with some hobbit or some monster looking kind of guy. Or she'll find like this stud. Yeah. This gorgeous type of man with like some chick and stuff for her. She's like, how the fuck did you get him? Whatever, right? Right. And right, I was like, right. that's not paying attention. But then if we're looking at the word beauty, these people could have some kind of beauty we cannot recognize. Or it's not in our perspective. Exactly. Because if it was in our perspective and stuff, we wouldn't look at them on a or we want to look on a superficial level, say like aesthetically, right? Because it might be like they're a couple, yeah. Or if it was a beauty thing where we found the person, like let's say the nerd guy, in the process with the top model woman, being like, "You lucky bastard." Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, the way how I phrase it, I'm, I think I'm looking at it from the standpoint that you always hear, you always hear somebody say. They may they may not know what it is, but it's something that speaks to their soul. They can't put it in words. They can't put it in words, right? And I think to me that like to me that's how beauty is. It's Tupac. like there's no way I can pay you back. My plan is to show you show how you how to understand. understand. Yeah. To me, that's that's like how beauty is because the, I may not be able to describe. What I what I see in that person, correct? That you could a lot of times. You, that's another thing. What do you see in that person? Yeah, right. Like that's another thing that you hear a lot. Like, what do you see that I don't see? Man. Well, there's beauty. There's beauty, man. <laughs> the, let me tell you something. There's beauty. I know a woman. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> I want to say I'm interested. I'm interested in. So. In the summer, we went to a barbecue. Barbecue outside, you know, social distance, not a big crowd. Right. So the woman that I'm that I'm talking to, she's about my height. Okay. Right? Now yeah. there's a shorter woman that came through. Yeah. And she's probably like 
I mean, a little bit down to my chest or something like that. She short, petite, frame. She got, she got all three. Face, mm. breast, butt. Mm. Right? Yeah. So I'm looking at her and I'm like, huh. I hear like when a little small talk conversation and stuff, whatever. She's saying like, oh, she does this. She should do modeling. Something like that pertains to like Instagram and some other type of things and all that type of stuff. But she works in like some kind of sector of the government. Okay. Right? So I'm like, oh, that's dope. So let's say past the two weeks after that, whatever, I'm talking to said woman again and we're cracking jokes and something pertaining to the top model chick. The, the, the chick came up with a short chick. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, the model chick. She's like, model? <laughs> That's what you like? <laughs> whatever. So I'm like, <laughs> why you say it like that? Yeah. That's what you like. She's like, mm, I, you know? Yeah. That little bit chick, that you, you like him tiny and small. I'm like, Judgy, jeez, yeah, jeez. okay, you okay, you see, right? That shit hurt. It hit different, and you're not even me. Oh uh, no, man, poor and girl. That's, that's I was like, if something, she, she's like, what do you like about? It? So I'm like, no, I like you, but I'm like, I don't know. It was something I just kind of put in words like that, and because I couldn't articulate myself fast enough, she's like. Well, I'll get you her number. You can talk to her. I'm like, no, there's nothing, I like, there's nothing that. like that. Yeah. Okay. Quit the cuss brother. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, yikes. But the beauty aspect, I like your definition. I'm going to run with it. Um, folks at home, yeah, if you have another definition of beauty, well, what we welcome it. Let us send, know. Send us. Let us know. Let us know. Uh, let's get to the Ask the Sons. First Ask the Sons question comes from Chill Bill. And he says, what's... What was the most scariest thing you've seen on the dark web and still have chills from? Now, I thought about this and I don't think I've ever ventured on the on the dark web as yeah. of yet. Shit. I seen and I seen a, a beheading. You seen a beheading? I seen a beheading. I, I don't know. I think somebody sent sent it to me an email. Yeah. This is like I guess like that time when Al Qaeda was popping. Yo, what happened to Al Qaeda? Like, yo, ISIS came in. They said, fuck Al Qaeda. But when, um, yeah, Al Qaeda was like beheading a dude, and I was like, they had they had him lined up. Right. You know how the old the old tapes was like they had the flag in the back and yeah, the yeah. music and yeah. then I'm looking. I'm like, yo, is this legit? I'm like, oh my goodness! And like I, that little beginning part, it was like hacking away. It kind of fucked me up, so I kind of shut down now, the, okay, the email. The, the link that the link it sent you through different portals to get to that to wherever that video was hosted, or was that something that was pulled off the uh, somewhere off the dark web and then put Some, placed and placed in? Okay, yeah. okay. See, okay. I probably I've seen I've seen a few beheading videos, but there wouldn't be you seen a few. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you know you, you say get, that shit like all regular. No, because you get the, you get the links right. Right, but to see. That I've actually gone in, like I've gotten, you know, because it takes a few levels to get to the actual dark web itself. Right, but doesn't if they give you a link, a link can still take you directly to skip those levels. That's why that's why yeah. that's why I was asking you if it was yeah. a link that was going through like through yeah, bypass and that, just going. Okay, okay, got it. I don't know. I don't, well, maybe possibly, possibly. Yeah, so but for me to say, how that, do you stomach that shit? That's my question to you. I'm asking that son over there. 
You said you seen a few beheading videos. You 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 watch you knocked to a guy who watched the, all those banned from TV D- VHSs that would used to surface around back in oh the day. Oh my goodness, those things was brutal too. Yeah, bro. You you, you watch them? You been, I've been through that life. <laughs> you need a hug. You need therapy, dog. I need something, man. I need something. Because they had one where like a guy got shot point blank and like his blood and brain splattered places. Well, that's the one where I seen where they, they ate the monkey brains, where they, bat, they, they, they you know what I mean, <laughs> clamped the little thing around the monkey's head while it was still alive. I heard they smashed smash it with a mallet? Smashed it with a mallet and just scooped the brains out. Yikes. It's crazy. Yeah, you didn't need dark web. You were already dark. I was dark. <laughs> I was dark from the beginning, man. Yikes. The force. Um, we're going to pray for you. Trust God. <laughs> Trust God. For real, in your case. Um... Mel36 said, if most people knew what and how it was done, what would they what what would people stop consuming? Chicken McNuggets. Chicken McNuggets? That's it's fucked up like that. Mm. What you know about chicken McNuggets that I don't know about? <laughs> you ever never seen the meme made? Nah. It's like paste. It's not putting parts and combined like Captain Planet? I can deal with that. The, the combined, like, yeah. Come on with that. It's all pain. No, you can, yeah, eating it, you can run with it, but not seeing it made. <laughs> seeing it made, it might be a different yeah, story. Yeah, you're right. I don't think most people know how it was made. You're right. Just like hot dogs, because they call hot dogs something else and stuff. Well, too, that's what right? I'm saying. There's a lot There's a lot of food. If, you, if you've seen the process, yeah. you probably wouldn't... I'm not know. saying that you would not eat it, but you'd probably be like... Hesitant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You do like a, like a, a, a hesitate type of... Pivot step, whatever, has he? Like, see, I think with me, you know what fucked me up? 7-Eleven Slurpees. I talked to a girl way back in the day. Uh, we went to school together. Mm. And I was looking like, oh, snap. You didn't you didn't bring your brother no free Slurpees and everything. She's like, those things are disgusting. I'm like, Slurpees are like gifts from God. What are you talking about, right? She said, since she was working there, she's been trained to clean that Slurpee machine once she said she's never seen anybody clean a slurpy machine after she was trained wow I was like, and she's like the time when she went to go clean there was like mold and mildew and like i was like so every time i go to seven i don't look at the slurpees the same way after that i was like yeah it's true though and i've never ever seen anybody clean a slurpy <laughs> machine before. right even like the bootleg slurpees or the yeah, ICs yeah, in the it. movie theaters never Okay. Gimpy the Gimp with the last question. Still love that name, by the way. Gimps. What's the weirdest thing that someone said while you were peeing at the funeral? The weirdest thing someone said. First of all, bro code states that no one's supposed to be speaking to nobody when penises are in hands. Yeah. People violate that shit all the time. I don't know. It's, It's... I've never had anybody spoke spoke to me while while you're in the washroom. While yeah, you're never, never in your forty six years of life. Listen, I'm I make it a point to put an ignorant face on when I you mean mug when you go piss. I mean mug when I go piss, man. I don't want nobody talking to me while I'm pissing, bro. Oh my God. I make a conservative effort to look like I'm pissed off pissing. Okay, maybe I should start doing that then. And I've never had any. I'm pissing. I've never had any. Now, washing my hands by the little sink. Yeah. 
But they've never said anything that was off the wall. No, I heard some one guy stuff. He fucked me up one day. Um, I think he was walking up to the urinal. I'm pissing on the urinal on the other one. Yeah. And he's walking up to the urinal. And he's like, I heard this is where all the dicks hang out. <laughs> it's like, why are you laughing? He just shut his mouth, man. Uh, no, that, that's good. Shut that's good, man. Mouth. That's good. <laughs> Yo, I was like, mm. and then I had another situation. It wasn't me, but it was like, I guess I, I'm assuming these guys know each other. I'm assuming. I went to go piss. I think like I think it was at a movie theater or something like that, and the guy that like, there urinals from each other there's a space between them yeah. you know, for bro code purposes yeah, yeah. and then one dude said why he's pissing he's like is it hard to manscape bruh this is not the place for that conversation why would you ask for that yeah they gotta be boys they, they, they must be boys that's not something that's not a random question say that shit outside the washroom though you don't say it inside that's that's not like a that's not a random question though that's like a <laughs> That's a bro code, bro. And then I That's the code. I remember I went into like an inside stall to go piss one day. And these were co-workers. It happened at work. These were co-workers. They still left space for the Holy Ghost, like, mm. you know? Mm. But they didn't put those walls up, like, so people don't crotch watch. Mm. Right? And then I heard a man, like, piss, like, both men are pissing, whatever. I'm trying to, you know, wrap it up and get out, whatever. Yeah. And I heard a man say, nice watch. Now, <laughs> you see how your face is? Because I'm looking like, I'm in there like, the fuck? Isn't his hand by his dick? Like, So why are you looking at the watch? You trying to crotch watch. Yeah, There's some violators yes, out here. Yeah, yeah. See, that's why I mean mug, man. <laughs> I think I need to start mean mugging. That's why I mean mug when I go to use the washroom. I don't, I'm not trying to have any child. I'm there for one thing and one thing only. Piss, wash hands, and slide out. There you go. All right, man. Let's get to that point. I'm gonna get that gas face in the wash. You start meme. <laughs> That's just how you do meme. Since, since I kicked that door. <laughs> you DMX? You growling? <laughs> you will clear the fucking washroom. I'll tell you that for a fact. I'm like, why is this guy here barking they're moving, like? They're moving. They're moving. They're moving. I was gonna ask the Associated Sons. For the week, a little weekly motivation for y'all while we slide out. This so says the sons is brought to you by Faith on Fashions. Want to send spend send a special shout out all the way to Connecticut for supplying us with these lovely t-shirts. Yeah, right. And um, trust God, man. You know what I mean, and got a little psalm scripture right here. Right here. In you, Lord, my God, I put my trust, right? Faithonfashion.com. You can check them out. We'll just we'll put the link in our social media mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. All right, hit them up, man. Hit them up. So say the sons this week. You have more than enough time. You're just not using it wisely. So, so say says the, the sons. I think a lot of people don't monitor their time spent on certain type of things like task wise and there's time there's room for improvement well i mean we, we've always talked to, talked about it before about developing proper time management skills exactly yeah. but some people they don't utilize those type of things right you know you have 24 hours within a day eight hours you're supposedly supposed to sleep for yeah eight hours you work for depending on your commute to and fro from work 
right now some people are working from home, so where their commute time and stuff is now cut or ceased to exist, this is the time I feel like you can utilize that to work on yourself. Yeah. Be the best version of you possible. Yeah. Whether it be working out physically, whether it be reading or strengthening your mind mentally, this is the time. It's just that people have a lot of times for excuses, and this is just to iterate with them, like, enough with the excuses, go be great. Enough with the excuses. Just like Marv says, man, 24 hours in a day, you got certain activities that, you know, take up a certain amount of time. Yes. And then there's the times in between like that that are just wasted. And... It may be uh, 15 minutes here. It may be 20 minutes here. Mm-hmm. It may be, and it may not seem like it's anything, but if you were to add up all that together, it's time that you could have really dedicated towards something. Right. So what you really got to do is figure out what it is that you want to do and then say, okay, from here to here, I know I get home from work at a certain time. I got to be in bed by a certain time. Yeah. What in there? What in between that I can play with, and then dedicate that? Because if you don't dedicate it, then it just becomes wasted time. Well put. Yes, folks, we are at the end of the show. It is time. It is time. It was smooth. We learned a lot. We learned a lot. This is good. This is good. It's a good episode. Can can I get definition of honey of beauty one more time, please? Oh, something that is pleasing to the soul. Something that's pleasing to the soul. I'm going to tell my dream woman that. <laughs> See if that makes it happen. You going to try, try it in a few? Goddamn right. <laughs> try it in a few. Try it in a few. Um, once again, folks, thank you for listening to The Particle Sons. Remember, the difference between genius and stupidity says genius has its limits. Stupid doesn't. Oh, and super shout out for... Uh, Help with the uh, the new music at the beginning of the show. Super DJ Peter Parker. Yes. Good looking out. Good looking out. Peace and love. Peace. The Prodigal Signs will ah. not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous. <laughs>